You're listening to Tabletop Arcanum, a podcast dedicated to learning and exploring the hobby of tabletop gaming. Your hosts are Justin Taylor and Richard Geese, so sit back and relax as we talk, discuss, and joke our way through the hobby we love so much. Academy the competition is fierce. You and your fellow students vie for top marks with professors while trying to put your own spin on each assignment. The twist? Art school really broke the bank, so you must share a canvas with your rival classmates. Welcome to Tabletop Arcanum. This is Justin, and I am bringing you a review of Abstract Academy, a new card game put out by Flatout Games and published by Crafty Games. They sent us a copy to give us a whirl, see how it is, and you can now pre-order a copy, and a link will be in the description for you. So, Abstract Academy is a two- or four-player game. It has a 20 to 40-minute runtime, and is uh, MSRP about $10. First impressions, it was a nice little neat box that was sent, and has a old-school style uh, tuck box, double deck for playing cards. Nothing really crazy going on with that. It does have a very primary artsy cover to it, so it does pops a little bit on the shelf itself uh, for that sake. And the rule book is a nice little thin rule book that goes right inside. One piece I do appreciate that they're putting on there is that they do put a little bit of a five-star rating for luck, learning, strategy, and an interaction, so that you have a little bit of idea what type of mechanics you're playing with and how that will translate to the table experience. So let's first dive into some of the things that Abstract Canopy does well. The component quality is actually kind of nice. It's your standard playing card size cards, but they have a little bit heavier weight to them, so they're not your cheap card of 52 card deck. They don't feel like they're going to rip in your hands, especially the canvas cards, which are going to be the ones that you're handling the most. The canvas cards are a blank on one side, uh, and on the front, one thing that I do appreciate, while they only have three primary colors, and they're all artistic brush strokes of those three primary colors, there is variations of the art. So we're not seeing carbon copy art on each piece. Even if the four quadrants are the exact same makeup, there's different brush strokes and lines within each of them. So all the cards are actually relatively unique in that sense, that we are looking at a lot of very cool looking cards that when you actually start putting them on the table grow into this grander abstract picture. Now the cards are in that four quadrants there you have a yellow, blue or red section or combinations of those and it's interesting because as you build into your canvas it starts taking shape and you're trying to play cards in that scoring pattern. So that's kind of the fun part I liked about this game is we're looking at a couple different scoring mechanisms between three rounds, and each round you're looking at trying to achieve different goals with the same tools. Uh, so often you see a lot of games that will randomize your goal cards, but that'll be the only goal cards you see per game. Nice thing I appreciate in Abstract Academy is that you have a changing goal every round, and you play multiple rounds per game. Likewise, the teacher's pet tiebreaker card was an interesting touch. In a two-player game, it didn't come up too often, but in a four-player game, it would come up a little bit more frequently. But for the goals, if two players are tied and one player has the teacher's pet card, they break the tie, but then have to give the teacher's pet tiebreaker card to the other player. 
while you may have lost this time in the tiebreaker, you'll win the next tiebreaker you're in. I like that a lot. Uh, the other piece that I was a big fan of is all of the goals are themed off of actual art pieces, whether it be the professor cards with a famous artist and then their particular style, or with uh, the different styles of art with the inspiration cards, or some artistic rules using the assignment cards. All of this is very works together, and what we did find is some of those neat interactions between the goals having the most of one color, but then having a goal that talked about having single quadrants. That's where we found a lot of the interaction, and where in a few games we looked at it and went, these goals really don't play nice with each other, and in the end they, they could. I had a lot of fun with that. A couple opportunities for Abstract Academy. The assignment cards are a little thin, there's only about five per of the colors, so while there's a lot of interaction between which ones are available in the combination, you do see the same ones pop up kind of semi-regularly uh, after several plays. I'm not a huge fan of tuck boxes, so this copy uh, will likely end up in a deck box uh, instead, just to give the cards a little bit more protection, because the double side cards will be sliding against each other and mixing up a little bit more inside. Plus, then the edges will get a little bit more worn as time goes on. Uh, growing up, I had a lot of card games that were packaged like this, and they did not fare very well. So, opportunity that I saw that would have been a nice touch is, while these are your standard playing card size, I would have liked to see the game using quadrants with square cards. The canvas would have been a square canvas opposed to... Uh, a natural looking canvas which I believe is what the goal was with the game however when we were looking at what quadrants were what pieces what colors were lining up to create areas it became a little bit trickier if something was not quite aligned correctly so having square cards we think that may have been the solution that we were looking for when scoring the quadrants on the card and it's not necessarily a deal breaker in the game I think it just may have given it a different, more unique flavor than your playing cards. Now, of course, this game is $10, and the two things I've called out uh, specifically so far are uh, packaging and card size. And since these are standard packaging and standard card sizes, that does keep costs down. So that might may actually have been the factor there to why these decisions were made that way. The last thing Abstract Academy could have improved for us would have been the player count. I would have loved to see some a solo variant developed for this game. I think you can actually do it pretty well using a uh, scoring chart system for yourself and having some sort of basic AI of dealing cards randomly out of the deck to simulate another player. The other piece that struggles with us is while we enjoyed the game itself, it is a two or four player game. So that means you can't play it alone. You can't play it with three, and once you're past four, you can't play it at all. While, while playing into the canvas at the two sides or four sides is what the reason behind this, may not hit the table very often for us because of those very tight two or four player restrictions. I've found this be, to be true with games like uh, Catan without the five or six player expansion, where you can only play with three or four players. So when you have a very tight window of player count, it's a little bit harder to play the game uh, on a natural what-do-you-want-to-play game night. Overall, I do enjoy the uniqueness that Abstract Academy does offer, 
it has a nice theme. It has a simple rule set that you can teach very quickly and has a lot of variation in your scoring and your goal cards. And you get to create kind of these fun looking canvases on your table and see <laughs> what uh, you can do with that. I believe the $10 price point is a very good price for a game with this, with the components that it has. With those upgrades that I mentioned earlier, could, if it was around a $15 price point, I still think that would have been worth it with a slightly better packaging or box storage solution. If you like card games, if you like abstract games, Abstract Academy is a game I would recommend checking out. You can check the link in our descriptions and find a copy for yourself. I hope this review has inspired you to take a look at Abstract Academy from Flat Out Games and Crafty Games. This has been Tabletop Arcanum. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe on our social medias. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Leave us a review or comment if you'd be so kind. And as always, happy gaming. to Tabletop Arcanum, produced by Justin Taylor. This episode is hosted by Justin Taylor. Mixing and editing by Richard Geese. Original theme by Paul Moore and Isaac Gilbert. Check the description for this episode's featured background music. You can follow us on most social media platforms. Be sure to like, subscribe, and follow. And leave us a review if you would. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.